0: Hi, I'm Mark Shulman, I've been an Apple developer for 30 years, and I've been listening to the App Podcast now for three months, and I think it's great. The App Guy Podcast. Straight from your host, Paul the App Guy. Sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. App Guy Podcast. And now, Paul the App Guy.
1: Yeah, welcome to another episode of the App Guy Podcast. We are uh, on the show with a fantastic uh, guest who's joining us all the way from Florida. Uh, we get guests from all around the world, and so the, all these exotic locations that seem to be a lot more exotic than where I am. And so uh, it's with great pleasure that I've got a guest lined up for us today that's going to be really inspiring. I think we'll find his story a phenomenally um, interesting and successful. So let me dive straight into who we've got. Uh, his name is uh, Saeed Bolki, Saeed Bolki. So if you just Google that, you'll see he's a lot. Um, he's all over the net. And he created his first business, get this, at seven years old. So at seven years old, he uh, started his first business, and then he's been doing internet stuff since he was 12 years old. I mean, 12. Uh, In 2009, he created this uh, awesome website called uh, WP Beginner. Uh, wpbeginner.com uh, in 2011 he created list 25 and in 2013 he's launched a product called opt-in monster a lot of stuff to talk about uh, you know he's worked with richard branson as well so richard branson uh, one of our uh, successful entrepreneurs over this side of the pond uh, russell simmons um, the co-founder of uh, wordpress as well and uh, just a really interesting story so uh, He's actually been also um, on. Uh, he's featured featured in New York Times, Wired, Yahoo, Mashable, Business Insider, and the best of the best, the App Guy Podcast. And so it's with great <laughs> pleasure, side that you could join us today on the App Guy Podcast.
0: Thanks for having me, Paul.
1: It, well, I mean, that is just a phenomenal intro, and uh, I honestly don't know where to start. But perhaps you could just tell us, uh, you know, why you think you're so entrepreneurial and, and, and how it really started for you from such a young age.
0: Um I think you know it was about being born in 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 a country like Pakistan where you know my family wasn't the most privileged. I mean we weren't the worst of the worst but we weren't even like you know that top uh so I always wanted more and I think that like you know desire to have more what what really pushed me and you know when I see an opportunity I've always been like you know smart and, and opportunistic. So when I when I saw that other older kids were doing you know the holiday cards um, selling and I was like oh I can do that same thing and I was just seven years old and my mom and my grandmother supported me on this and um, next thing you know that was my first business. And you know it it has just gone and then when I moved to the US it was also like a very troubling time I guess because it was right after 9-11 so when somebody like me moves here it wasn't you know I guess taken very well in the part at least where I was so there was you know I faced some racism I didn't speak English that well. Um, so I just found the internet to be a place where I could, you know, do things that, the way I wanted without being judged.
1: You know, I can imagine you trying to get across the border just after two, uh, 2000 and, um, uh, 2001, nine 11, that must've, I remember the time and, uh, just, you know, every, everyone that seemed to be, um, you know, obviously, uh, coming in from a different country seemed to get stopped. It must've been, yeah, quite a hard time for you.
0: Well, yeah. So at the airports and stuff, it wasn't that bad because you know they I understood that I was just like an eleven year old kid, and like you know they, most of the questions they asked were to my parents. But like you know, so adu- I didn't see that much of a like a bad thing from adults. But like when you go to school and you see like kids that are your own age that you know, I guess don't really understand the whole perspective of what was going on. So some of that was, I guess, worse because those were my peers, right? So um I think that 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 was much difficult than like I think seeing anything from any, any adult. I don't think I I ever encountered that.
1: Yeah, I'm almost I've just uh, f- finished watching the movie on uh, Nelson Mandela and uh, one of the beautiful things he talked about was that children were uh, born to love. Love comes much more naturally and we have to learn to hate and so yep. if we can learn to hate we can learn to love as well and i just exactly. love that and and i love the fact that you know you you then fell into the internet because that is you know the world's voice and uh, that that is truly uh, i guess independent and uh, reflective of of society much bigger than some of these smaller communities that ca- can have perhaps some of these uh, negative views uh, and so you fell oh, yeah. into the internet Definitely. yeah go on t- talk us through then um, uh, you started well, the internet at 12
0: uh? yeah so um i i obviously like now i started playing multiplayer games on the internet and uh you know that that's nobody could see my face nobody could really hear my accent cuz everything was done through typing however bad the grammar was you know it wasn't really um people didn't really care about it and i was um you know playing internet games i always had like you know a thing for drawing and art so um my cousin gave me a copy of photoshop and i was just like started started playing around with that and uh, I was also on a site called Neopets. That was, um, was kind of cool for me. I was like, you know, grow, like, raise my pet, made it st- make it stronger, and wake up like in the middle of the night um, trying to trade stones. And my cousin goes, you know, you can actually wake up in the middle of the night and pick up expired domain names. And, uh, and he was like, you can make real money instead of like earning Neopoints and all that. And I'm like, seriously? So next thing you know, I am doing... Uh, I'm buying and selling expired domain names. And that was just my dive into the internet world. And you know, I did um all sort of things, built proxy websites so I could play games in um in my school. So I didn't have to like deal with other people at least in the beginning, but after a while, like, you know, I guess by doing that, it kind of made me a cool kid because everybody else wanted to games <laughs> in the school, right? Yeah. And they're like, this guy knows how, how to, you know, bypass the school firewall and you can play games. So like the all of a sudden the library is full of kids and, <laughs> and it's, for, it's for all the wrong reasons.
1: Oh, um, brilliant.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And, and, you know, the journey just continued and, you know, I've gone through like all the different corners of the internet and in, in the internet marketing space and development stake and, uh, and gotten to meet some, some of the amazing people that you named
1: earlier? Yes, I mean, I uh, my claim to fame is I spent only 10 minutes with Richard Branson. Uh, I was invited to his house and uh, we sat on his sofa and he had a party. He normally had these big parties. Um, and it was uh, because I was... Uh, I was working in London and I happened to be flying the Virgin upper class, and we just got these invites. What a lovely guy! And I oh, yeah. I'd just love to know what was it like working with him and uh, well, how, how did uh, that come so, about?
0: So, so, so like I think I think when you read um, on the site, it says meeting and or working. So some of the pe- some of the people there I met and um, you know like spent a few days with, and others I worked like side by side, like you know more involved. So um, with Richard, I met him at a. At a, at a cruise event that, that was going on. And he was also on it. And then, you know, we talked um, briefly uh, um, there. And yeah, so it, it, it was it was just like, you know, just good conversation, nothing nothing like hands-on involved. With Russell Simmons, like, you know, I sat down with him, talked with him. Um, and, you know, he gave me a lot of good pointers. So it's, you know, all, all the people in there have like different involvements. Like with uh, Matt Mullenweg, founder of WordPress, like, you know, I have I've ran into him like at so many events, and you know, kind of because you know I run WP Beginner. He's the founder of WordPress, um, so that you know there there's a very strong, I guess, uh, like relationship because we you know our paths cross much more often. Um, Gary Vee, very good friend, um, played basketball with him and all sort of things. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's, he's a true hustler. Gary's a true hustler, I can tell See, you
1: that. It, it, You know, this is where you're breaking the myth because I thought all the cool kids at school ended up being complete failures and flops in their life. But you're just breaking <laughs> that down for us now. And uh,
0: <laughs> Well, I didn't start out as the cool kid and I think I yeah. became a cool kid for the wrong reasons, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's, it's a lovely story, and I know that there's people listening now uh, from around the world in lots of different countries. We have uh, listeners just taking inspiration from the fact that uh, you know the the world is is breaking down, and I, I love the fact that you know with the uh, the story of breaking the firewall that we were born to be free, and we were born to you know do all these uh, free things and and the internet is trying to be a lot more restrictive and you know restrict the the countries we can go to and the things that we can download and the things that we can play with and uh, and i just love the way that human beings always find a way around it oh yeah and so yeah that's that's inspiring about your story um so then you 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 then did have the idea to set up a wp beginner um how how did that arise and i really yeah, obviously, yeah, that was a really good idea.
0: Yeah, so that, that was that was a cool idea. So, you know, evolving from the, you know, the domains and uh, arcade websites and proxy websites, I was, like, deep into the web directories when they were, like, you know, how think just manipulating, um, I guess, search engines, if you may. Uh, and I was doing consulting stuff on, on the side, and that part of it was growing, where I would, you know, set up websites for local businesses, whether it's my parents' friends or, you know, people who found me. Um and I realized I was, you know, spending a lot of time just retaining those clients, right? Doing, doing like minor stuff, which didn't really um, pay all that well. So I said, I sh-, and I've been using WordPress at this time, you know, and I, I really liked it. And I was like, well, what if I give these clients the ability to use WordPress on their site? So they would just ha- pay me one time to switch them over, and then after that, I don't have the hassle of maintaining their stuff. And it, because I realized I make more money when I set up, create a new project versus like, you know um, staying on the old retainers. And, um, and I was able to do that, but the clients didn't really go away because they didn't know how to use WordPress. They were like, how do you do this in WordPress? And how do you do that in WordPress? And, uh, there was a trend in those, you know, questions. A lot of them were very common questions that were being asked over and over again. And when I started to look for places where I can send them to, there was none. Either I had the option to say, oh, buy this training course from this guy who I don't know, or like, you know, like, just kind of abandon them and go and i was like well that's not a good option so i created wp beginner
1: yeah because we had uh an entrepreneur called dan norris who um, had maybe five or six years of just uh doing you know average things with software and Mm -hmm. he he gave himself um uh, like almost just a few more weeks for something to to uh, really, you know, be successful in his own business, and he came up with the uh, WP Curve, mm-hmm. and it's twenty-four hour a day, seven days a week uh, support oh, yeah. for for, uh, for WordPress, and uh, it's been phenomenally uh, successful to him mm-hmm. now. And he, he uh, um, you know, so. So uh, it's just a reminder that, that all these problems are around us all the time. And it's just having your attitude of, you know, rather than abandoning those uh, questions because they're just, you know, I guess a little bit painful to answer. That you exactly. actually, you know, yeah, you you decided, decided to take the opposite approach and, and help those people. And, and I guess that's what really worked uh, out for you.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, same thing with Dan, you know, with WP Curve. Like they, they they have been able to carve out an entire new niche out of this market because it's a necessity, right? Not every developer can uh, support their clients, and a lot of times, develop like clients can't afford to pay the high premium, and that's why you have services like WP Curve or WP Site Care or WP Valet and all of these. Like you know, this this has created its own little market, and it's pretty profitable for everybody who's in the business.
1: So, so we move on then from WB Beginner, and then you uh, then created List 25. Tell us a little bit about that. So um, I was
0: on the other side of the pond. Uh, I was going through uh, Prague and London and uh, Paris and all, all, all of these places, just just kind of traveling uh, with my fiancé and, and one, one of my very good friends. And I was at, at the Prague Castle, and I was like, you know what? I wish, I wish there was like a list that just told me, these are the things that you should see in like the Prague Castle or even the city of Prague. Right, a list that was done right. Um, and I, I'm like a sucker for castles, so I was like, oh, we should just do it for castles, right? <laughs> and uh, so like 21 things you need to go see at this castle, because castles are huge. There's a lot, a lot going on. So I just, you know, what if somebody's on, on like there for a short period of time or somebody like me who has a very short attention span just want to go do this, 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 and move on, right? <clears throat> so that, that's how the idea started. But then I felt, well, I would have to travel the world to either do that and that was not currently an option. And, you know, we kind of dished it and then like, oh, what if we just create a list site that just shared like cool facts because, you know, I really like learning. And my friend David, he was like, yeah, that's that's an awesome idea. And we're like, list 21. Oh, no, that doesn't sound as cool. List 25 sounds really cool. And um, and we launched that as, and it was merely an experiment. One, we're like, okay, you know, worst thing, worst uh, worst comes worst. We'll just learn cool things and it won't go anywhere. But um, it it uh, I think a lot of other people like doing the same thing. And next thing you know, the project just blew up. And um, and it's at like what eight hundred and sixty six thousand YouTube subscribers with over one hundred twenty million video views. It's it's huge.
1: That is just. A phenomenal story and you know i love the fact that it just came from a chat and you were just trying things and you were prepared to almost uh, fail and obviously you couldn't have predicted the growth of that or no the huge success of that and, and obviously good things come to great ideas and uh
0: it- Yeah, I've always found that like, you know, you're having a conversation and then something clicks and like, ah, so like, you know, even if I go to a conference, I I often find my best ideas don't come from the sessions. It rather comes from the conversations I have with people. And sometimes those are direct ideas or indirect ideas. Um, But yeah, like our YouTube channel was a complete experiment. I wanted to see if we could grow across platforms because we were doing really good on Facebook. I'm like, well, what about YouTube? What about Tumblr? and we created like different properties and uh, youtube blew up tumblr tumblr grew but not at the same pace as um, youtube and so that was just an experiment that
1: turned out really well and then uh, i guess uh, recently then 2013 it was optin monster mhm and so, so what gave you the inspiration for that
0: so like you know i've been I've, i know the importance of like i guess lead generation and pop up plugins are very very effective and I've played with just about every pop up plugin in the past. And uh, I had used a lot of them and I endorsed some of them too. But it, at the end of the day, um, I realized that I was customizing the pop ups because we face problems that most smaller blogs don't. We have a lot of traffic. So most of these plugins are not written to scale because they're created by marketers, they're not created by developers. So I was like, okay, um, I need something that can scale, one. I need something that can offer all the features that we had already previously built. Like, you know, I had hacked other plugins um, or even just, like, you know, use, like, simple jQuery to write my own for specific clients and doing, like, you know, specific things. I'm like, wouldn't it be really nice if I don't have to do it custom or, like, you know, kind of code from one of them if it was, like, a central plugin that just did everything I wanted? And um, next thing you know, I was at an event and I uh, in North Carolina, and I talked with... Um, my business partner Thomas. Um, I've known him for a while, and we were just talking. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, I really want to build something cool." And I'm like, "Well, I have a cool idea. Do you want to partner up?" And he's like, "Yeah, let's do it." And next thing you know, we um, we started OptinMonster. Monster. We played on it with WP Beginner and our other other client sites and everything. And then we're like, "Okay, it's ready to launch." And then we launched it, and it has received has been received very very well. Um, we j- recently just had um, Michael Hyatt started using it on his site as well. And aWeber announcer integration. so it's it's really, really doing well.
1: And what what uh, has led you on, and what sort of stuff are you getting up to right now that's really exciting you? what What can you tell us that uh, is in the pipeline perhaps, but given the your history of all these successful ventures?
0: Uh, I mean, yeah, there's definitely new products that are up in the pipeline. Obviously, I can't talk about the ones that haven't been launched yet. Um, I think the most exciting product, or I guess uh, something that's really exciting in my business right now is this 25 and the growth that it's seeing. Um, you know, we're, we're working directly with our YouTube rep, which we now have a YouTube rep, which is amazing, right? Um, so like, talking to them on how we can grow past, um, like past one million subscribers. And that's, that's, that's our goal, uh, and you know, continue to grow so this 25. So this is really exciting, because when you see a growth like this, right? Anywhere from sixty to eighty thousand new subscribers a month—that's mind blowing, all right. Uh, I'm like, oh, oh, wow! And this this growth has, has sustained. You know, I was like, oh, maybe it's just one month. No, it's it's continuously growing and growing faster and faster. And just to be able to see the impact that we can make um, is um, is really exciting. And then uh, some really cool features that are going to come in Optin Monster and in, uh, later this month or early May is um, is is the ability. to do anything with your pop-up, because right now, Monster only allows you to grow your email list. But imagine using the power of Monster to do something else, whether it is to drive sales to a separate page without even adding email. So just use it as a call to action or something like that. Um, and I think uh, that's something amazing.
1: You know, I was almost thinking of, you know, as you were talking about List25, uh, I had an email from uh, the guys at Basecamp, and they grew Basecamp to... 15 million subscribers, and they started uh, offering a lot of different uh, products and services. And eventually, um, I I think they've now decided to just purely focus on Basecamp and either sell or disband some of these other uh, things that they were developing, just purely because of the growth of uh, of Basecamp, and that was obviously their Mm -hmm. big hit. And it must be hard to focus on other things when you've got such a A big hit in the room you know like the hit that list 25 is uh, how difficult is it to juggle your time between all these different things that are are really uh, competing for your attention and your time
0: um that's that's definitely like you know a million dollar question because it is it is very difficult right because you only have 24 hours in a day and you want to split time with your family you want to split you know do fun things and you also want to work and keep on growing the projects that you love and yeah 37 signals has done a killer job uh at, at their projects. And you know, at, at one point or another you realize, okay, this is, this is what's growing most and we wanna focus on that. Um, the other thing you can do is build a really, really awesome team, right? If you, if you have the right pillars, then you can grow multiple products simultaneously. And Google is a very good example of that. I'm not saying I'm Google though, right? Um, but th- that's, that's just an example that it can be done. You just have to have a very, very good team Like you know, I don't think I could I could have done list 25 and brought it to the place if it wasn't for David and if it wasn't for Juan, if it wasn't for Joseph, if it wasn't for all the other guys uh, and gals that have helped um, you know list 25 along the way to get to this point, right? So it's it's not just like saying oh it's me 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 all the time. No, it's not. And there's a lot more people that that have put in a lot more hours than me on list 25.
1: Yeah, are you um uh, have any plans for apps? I mean, um, do you have an app for List Twenty Five, or do you have any plans to develop an app for that?
0: So you know, we 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 have t- we have talked about this, and we, you know, we, we have we have approached it is 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 you know like getting an app. Is 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 this a good idea? And you know, we 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 have entertained it the the idea, but we haven't like pushed this pushed the button yet. And um, I like I don't know why because our focus right now is primarily, primarily on YouTube and increasing our traffic coming to our site, um, both from Facebook and, um, and YouTube. So we haven't, we haven't really tinkered with the idea because our site is mobile responsive. People are reading it. You know, we, we polled, we polled some of our audience to see if they would be interested in an app and they were like, no, your site is perfectly readable on the mobile right now. So yeah, it, I, I, don't know when it's going to happen, but it, it, it it's, it's you know, it's just like a matter of time.
1: You know, it's a real. A Difficult question to answer, but um, you know, obviously, people are looking like yourself who have built their business from the web uh, are looking at uh, you know these uh, dilemmas of, of people moving over to smartphones as their primary device. And I know that Flurry, who are the uh, world's one of the world's biggest analytical companies for mobile, uh, has just recently come out with a report that uh, has surprised a lot of people. To, it just shows how dominant. Uh, the time spent on native uh, native apps are compared to mobile responsive, and uh, HTML five and you know browsers, and uh, I think it's something like uh, the report. I kind of have to check the figures, but it's about eighty percent of the time uh, that people spend are within native apps that you know when they're on their phone, and so uh, yeah, that's caught a lot of people people by surprise, and um, you know it's just one data point, but maybe uh, that Definitely. Uh, native apps are really you know like mm-hmm. the, the place to be. Um, and think about uh but i i do feel for the fact that you know business uh, web web developers uh, do have uh, mobile responsive sites and that's their solution to the mobile market
0: well you know it, it's 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 like there's there's quite a few things at play right so it's like priorities what 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 is the one thing you want to do right now with your business right and, uh, and, you know, it's, it's, it's just how you're juggling priorities. Yes, we know that, like, you know, we need to have an app. Uh, probably, you know, the, one, of the, one of the better ways or the ones that we, we have, like, you know, looked into is, uh, is a platform called AppPressor, which makes it really, really easy to create your app um, using, using your site and, um, you know, distribute it on iOS, Android and all that. But, um, again, it, it just comes down to priorities and the size of our team.
1: Yeah, yeah, because you've got a big audience there. <laughs> hey, so we, we we this is the App Guy podcast. We do love talking about apps. And, uh, you know, one one of the things that we do is that we start to investigate, like, particular pain points in our guests' journeys or uh, their businesses or their life and, and see if we can flesh out the potential idea for an app, um, you know. So have a think about your business side and, and, and what's really, you know, one of the things that's frustrating you or, or is a pain point that you feel... Could be a potentially an app idea.
0: I mean, um I don't know if it would be an app idea, but I think one of the biggest challenges, like you know have, having all the different projects that I have is um time management, right? Um so any anything that makes things easier on that, um, organizes the workflow is a, it's it's a good app for me. Um, and i've found i found uh, the usage of Trello is is one of my favorite apps because I can you know just use sticky notes. i'm i love I love the whiteboard, right? So this just gives me a digital version of the sticky notes and whiteboard, and I can share it with my team, and team members can add stuff in it. So um, that's really cool. And uh, another another thing that uh, that really helped me with this time management thing was uh, is a, is a platform called Time Doctor, and it's it's really neat because it it you know I I used it. Uh, I still use it. It gives me an idea of how much time I'm spending on what task and, you know, how distracted do I get at times and, it, you know, I, I can, like, you know, say, okay, I'm not going to do this. I need to focus on that. And um, it's, it's really good about, like, you know, kind of keeping you true to your goals and your
1: motives. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that Dan Norris mentioned Trello as well. So there must be something with uh, uh, WordPress fans <laughs> that uh, they uh, like I the sticky know. notes.
0: I don't. I don't think it's just WordPress fans. I don't. I think it, it, Trello is a very, very useful product. Um, even aside, I think my my wife and I um, used Trello when we were planning our wedding. Okay. Oh, wow. so, yeah. so like it, it, it's, it's definitely it's definitely neat because you can say, I'm gonna this, this is the idea, these are the to-do lists, this is this, and you can assign those little like notes to a person that's that's in you know in your in your team or in your group on, on Trello. So it's a it's, it's a pretty neat little platform.
1: Well, the the links to those will be in the show notes. So if you're uh, looking to uh, try try some of those out, Time Doctor, Trello, uh, App Presser as well. That's one I haven't heard of. That sounds good. I'll I'll get links and I'll put that in the show notes. So just go to onemob.com and go to uh, the uh, podcast with uh, Saeed Balki and uh, you'll find uh, all the show notes uh, will have all these different things in there. And, uh, you know, it's it's just so many many things to talk about. Uh, As we... Kind of wrap this up, but uh, do you feel that there's anything you'd like to share? All the indie app developers, business owners, people perhaps just starting out—you know—they're listening to this, and it's such an inspiring story. Have you got any suggestions, advice on on uh, you know, just really what to focus on and and how to uh, perhaps have a path as successful as the one you're having?
0: Um, like, I think I think it's all it all starts out with um, self-discipline, right? Um, you you have to, like you know one, one of the one of the good things about our business are, are the things that I do like you know you can work from your home you have your own kind of schedule and that's what people like but they kind of you know lose lose the thought of it and then lose sight of it and just go on and do things and they're not disciplined you know they wake up at eleven or twelve or one o'clock in, in, in the afternoon and you know they're 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 working crazy hours you got you got to have discipline in order to move on uh, and and actually be like you know in a in a, on a path to success and that's what I've found you know. Is is the foundation for my success. Now, the other thing um, I I notice a lot is um, waking up early. Like you know, I started waking up early because I I felt that you know, if I if I wake up late, then um, there was a lot going on, and you know, I wasn't able to be as productive. So, and that that's definitely one of those things. And last but not least, um, learn to learn from other people's mistakes, you know, and their experience. So whenever I talk to people, you know, I don't I don't necessarily um, care about how much money they make or how much they what what they're doing. I care about like what are the, their mistakes, you know, what, what did you learn, or, you know? And that's that's something I ask. And lastly, I want to share a really cool app that's a total lifesaver that I use. Um, it's called Boomerang for Gmail. Um, and it's it's really amazing. It allows me it really helps with time management because I can re- respond to all the emails at once and just send them later so I don't get all the responses at one time.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, boomerang. No, I've, I've really never heard of that. Uh, yeah. And, uh, that sounds great. Yep. Well, that's a really good share. So <laughs> um, how can people connect with you and, uh, you know, perhaps reach out to you? And what's the best way?
0: Um, the best way is Twitter, at Syed Balki. Um, just, just add it in the show notes because some people might not know how to pronounce it. But um, that's that's where you'd find the quickest response from me. You can try emailing me and all that. I get a lot of emails and Usually, like, tends to be a slower form of response because I know if, like, you know, if if you send me a tweet, it's going to be much faster because I can respond in 140
1: characters. Yeah, and what uh, do you use Twitter's own, own app? Do you use Twitter on the uh, laptop or um, on your phone? The, uh,
0: on my phone, I have I have the Twitter app, but um, on on like you know, because I I tend not to use my phone for like, you know, just like, if, if I'm if I'm away from my computer, I want to spend time with my wife. I want to spend time with family. And um, so, you know, I try, I try not to, uh, I keep, I try to keep a very good divide and balance in it. But on the computer, I use Hootsuite. It allows me to manage all of my Twitter accounts and all of my lists and everything. It allows me to stay up to date. And then I also use Buffer, which is really amazing. And uh, Buffer also has a really, really cool... Tool. It's called Bulk Buffer. It's not by Buffer. It's actually by a developer in UK, and um it's a very very neat app. It allows you to just like you know like schedule updates to Buffer like in in bulk. So try it out. All
1: right. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Said, it's been a really interesting journey. I'm so pleased you've been able to join us on the uh, the App Guy podcast. Uh, you, you mentioned uh, before we say goodbye. You did mention that you're growing, and you know you, you uh, uh, have this huge uh, tra- trajectory. And well, are you looking for developers? Uh, are you hiring at the moment?
0: Um, yeah, we're always hiring. We're always hiring talented people.
1: Right. there you go so if you're listening and you've made it to the end <laughs> that perhaps qualifies you to get onto Twitter and uh, if you feel that you're, uh, you're you've got the right talents perhaps uh, reach out to Saeed, um, yep. Saeed it's, it's been great thanks for joining us on the app guy podcast My pleasure. so much. I, yeah and I uh, hope to have you back again I'm sure that um, you know in the next year you'll will be talking um, about list 20 25 being a uh, yeah, one and a half million subscribers on YouTube and much more. So, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's my pleasure, Paul. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for listening to this podcast. Stay tuned for the next episode.
0: If you want to be a guest on the show or suggest someone, then please send an email to info at one mob.com. The App Guy Podcast.